Welcome to the Architect of Change Show with your host, Connie Whitman of Whitman & Associates. Now here's Connie. Hi, I'm Connie Whitman, your host, and you're listening to Architect of Change on webtalkradio.net. Thank you again for joining me this week. My motivational quote is by Colin Miles, and it says, Your customers tune into WIIFM. Are you broadcasting on this frequency? At the core, if Colin Miles' quote is correct, and we address every one of our clients or prospects and the interaction with them or the communication, and we hit it through the WIIFM, it's also called WIFM, and I'll tell you what, e what each of those letters stand for. So if we communicate through that WIFM perspective, then our message will be clearer for the client and our prospects alike. All right, so what does WIFM, WWI, I'm sorry, WIIFM stand for? It stands for what's in it for me, me being your client, okay? The foundation of creating a benefit statement that really resonates with the client or prospect is generated from that thought process of the what's in it for me. Again, really what's in it for your customer. To all my entrepreneurs, salespeople, and leaders and organizations that are listening, I'm excited about today's show because it's going to really provide a ton of clarity on the topic of how to engage your engage your perfect client and come on at the end of the day it's all about increasing our profits so how do we do this and is it easily accomplished what what if it really were would you duplicate the ideas and the questions that are going to be shared with you today hopefully the answer is you know yeah let's get started so learning the missing and key information that we're unaware of really is what we'll be addressing today so I'm going to make you giggle for a minute. You've heard the phrase that you don't know what you don't know. And then once you know it, you can't unknow it. So I'm going to give you a second to think about that one. So how do we learn what we actually don't know so that we can turn it into what we can know or do know? I know that's confusing. You're going to have to go back and, and hit, hit rewind and listen to that. I challenge you at this point to say um, that three times quickly so you get a little giggle for yourself. Here's the simple answer with all of this. If it's everything we say in conversations, use it in our marketing materials, sales conversations, sales pages, general and marketing emails, articles we write, all of that stuff. Yet the result of all of our marketing efforts ends up with low sales. So we're actually disconnecting from prospects or people don't understand what we do or what we're explaining. Plus, we're not generating any new referrals or new blood. So the reality is we can't help them unless we know what they want, which is the what's in it for me um, kind of category. So today my guest is Carrie Green, and she's going to help us understand what's really on our customer or prospect's mind and teach us some new information to help us use messaging to help us attract our ideal client. Without new prospects and a full pipeline, our business really can fail quickly. So stay tuned as Carrie helps us pump up our message to gain killer profits. I just want to quickly share with you, Carrie is a speaker, coach, and author of two books. 
She works with entrepreneurs on marketing, sales, and creating a business that they want instead of the one everyone tells them they should have. Um, I want you to get ready to unlock some secrets and define your what we talked about last week and talk about how we cannot leave money on the table. So, Carrie, thank you so much for being on again. Yeah, it's always so much fun to be with you. I could, I think you and I could just talk for hours on end. So yes. let's make this thing something that everybody else wants to listen to also. How's that? Yeah, I think that's a good, that's a good plan. Now, before we begin, I just want to remind everyone, last week, Carrie and I did a show, part one. Um, the two of them went together so well, and they were big topics. So last week, we put Discover Your Profit Profile and Increase Profits. And if you go to that show um, on that webtalkradio.net platform, I have the link so you can touch and learn about your profit profile, which we're going to build on this week on how to communicate more effectively with our customer. Um, again, kind of the profit profile as a base. But um, again, how can we maximize the profits through clients? So let's talk about today's segment, which is, which is messaging to attract the ideal client. So first question, help everybody or define for everybody, what is messaging and where do we actually use it? And we are using messaging everywhere. Uh, messaging is clearly what you think of it. It's the, it's the copy you use. It's, uh, it's the images you use. It's the words you use. It's any conversation or any interaction you're not only having with your clients and prospects, certainly it is, but it's even, you know, right now you and I are messaging. That is clearly what we are doing. We are speaking in other people. We are hopefully speaking with other people in a language that they are willing and able and ready to receive. Mm. So it, you know, it really is. It, it's that broad and that specific. It's every bit of communication you're having with your clients and prospects. And when we're talking about messaging, of course, we're looking to bring to give our prospect or client the ability to start to make some decisions. Is this the right person for you to work with? Absolutely. And there has to be a good mojo. I, b I believe that. It's funny. Uh, people say to me, well, don't you want to know if you're going on a call with a new, new potential client? Don't you want to know the other vendors? And my response is, don't care. Don't care how many, don't care who they are. If I'm the right vendor for the client, they'll choose me, and then it's meant exactly. to be. If they don't choose me, I'm totally okay with that because it, it becomes um, more adversarial than a relationship of harmony. So you, you really have to meet the right person. Now, you say most of us are engaging, right, in messaging all the time, but you also say that we're poor at messaging. What yeah. is the result of being poor at it? Well, you know, it's it's obvious. Our bottom line is not nearly as high as we want it to be. Yeah. We're yeah. not making the sales. We're not making the connections. And it's even things like you and I, when we met at a, we met at a networking event, and when yeah. we met, we shook hands, and we were already speaking the same language. Yeah. I said I was looking for um, places to speak and places to be there, and you said, oh, I hear that. I understand that. Let me talk to Carrie. I have this place for her to be. Had I said I'm looking for clients, I'm looking for this, I'm looking for that, I wouldn't have said speaking, and you would have said, oh, she seems like a nice person or not, and walked away. So it was really about me being able 
to connect with you in a place where your brain already was. And what happens is with people is when you don't have the messaging in place properly, you're not connecting with people where they are so that they can't hear what you need. Yeah, and and this is the thing that blows my mind. Um, I have a friend, and she has many, many ideas, which I think is brilliant, right, to, to be someone who could fire a million ideas. But she always says, oh, I should create that. Oh, I should create that. And I always say, because the strategist at heart, right, I, that's one of my profit profiles. But I'll say to her, okay, that sounds like a great idea. What's your market? How would you market? Do you know people are looking for that information? I know it's a great idea. She created, and I think mm, I would test the marketplace first. And if people respond to whatever that topic is, then you would create it instead of creating something and hope they will come. That's that's counterintuitive. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of time wasted to get no result. Not a good idea. Um, so yes, and that was interesting that you said that because I think at that net working event when it was my turn to speak and I went maybe two people before Carrie my whole wasn't I'm looking for clients we're always looking for clients guys at these network yeah. events don't say that to people it's ridiculous you of course you're looking for clients but I said I'm always looking to meet interesting people to have as a guest on my radio show because I love sharing relevant content that's going to inspire the world right Mm -hmm. So by the time I got to Carrie, she looked right at me and said, well, I'm looking for speaking platforms. And I'm like, mm-hmm, let's exchange cards. So we really, really were immediately on the same page because our message was resonating back and forth. So what do you think most people are doing today? That's a great example of how you and I yeah. message well, okay? What most people are doing today, and my client said this to me the other day, he said, I've got to get them on my page. And I said, no, what you need to do is go on his page. And let me give you an example of what I mean by that. And this is a story about me. I always tell stories about me. Uh, I've got, um, or I had, or I'm still dealing with a frozen shoulder. And it's gotten a lot better. But a couple of months ago, I guess it was the beginning of spring, my shoulder was really bothering me. I have, I'm giving you all my bodily ailments now. I have flat feet, and my feet were hurting me. My thumb does weird things, and my thumb was hurting me. Everything seemed to be peaking. It was just like no matter what I did, I was truly up all night because every part of my body was driving me crazy. My thumb, my shoulder, I couldn't sleep. I'm rolling around in circles like this sucks. And I happened to have a chiropractor appointment a couple of days later, and I said, Jason, this is crazy. My shoulder's like, it's driving me crazy. My thumb, my feet. And he said, mold. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? And he said, it's springtime. There's a lot more mold in the air. It had been a lot of rain. And that's activating all the inflammation in your body and yep. it's making everything that much more sensitive. Now, the reason I tell you this ridiculous story about my body and its sensitivity to mold, evidently, is... Mold was my problem. And what so often happens with, with us as marketers and people who are trying to message is we're selling to the problem. We're not selling to the symptoms. We're not talking to the symptoms. If 
I had gone online and started looking for what is the problem with my shoulder, I would have been looking, roll, tossing and turning all night, my shoulder hurts. My thumb is hurting when I try to open the doorknob. My feet are uncomfortable on my shoes. I wouldn't have been looking for solutions for mold. And had anybody I didn't know and trust come to me and said, oh, I've got a solution for you for mold, I would have turned away, <laughs> even if that was exactly what I needed. And that's what's happening. So my client who said to me, I need to get him on my page, was selling the solution to mold. What yeah. I needed was a solution to my shoulder, my thumb, and my feet. And that's the problem we're having. We're trying to tell people what their problem is as opposed to the solution that they perceive as the problem. It's so funny. I, I just, I'm laughing because of the communication process, right? And that's really what we're talking about here. Again, get, talk, go watch, listen to last week's too. This just builds on that conversation. But when we communicate, one person is speaking, one person should, and I'm doing air quotes for those of you that can't see me, but <laughs> should be listening. So I tease when I teach um, my seven-step sales process, right? One of the steps is imagine that listening all by itself. It has its own step because we take turns talking at each other, just like your your um, client was trying to tell people what they should be doing instead of really engaging in what what is the perception of the person I'm communicating with. So I always say we have two ears, one mouth. We should at least be listening twice as much as we speak. The other component of that is instead of taking turns talking at each other to be engaged, listening is really an optional skill these days. Right? Hearing is mandatory. Well, God forbid you're hearing impaired. But listening is an optional skill. Tune in and listen. Your clients will tell you what they need and what their um, uh, disconnects are so that you can go into the proper solution and answer what I started with uh, to Carrie and my quote is the what's in it for me. Because if I yes. can constantly address what's in it for my client, now we're on the same page and I'm communicating for them to hear me and receive how to fix whatever the situation or the disconnect is. So that's yeah. hysterical. That They need to understand me. <laughs> what? You know, it's almost like you're at a party with somebody and there's a group of people talking and they're talking about um, you know the, the newest restaurant down the block which is just the coolest restaurant and they love it and they're going on and on about it and you walk into that and say hey did you see the latest movie and they kind of look at you like we're talking about the restaurant down the block and there's just a disconnect it's not that they don't want to talk about the restaurant it's just that they're not that's right and because you know, we're, we tend to interrupt, yes. and we tend to try to break in and talk about, and you're right, it's talking at people, mm -hmm. about what you're interested in. Wait a second, the movie's really good. And they may even agree with you, but not if they're not talking about it right then. If you start yeah. talking about the restaurant and then say, oh, and did you know that the movie down the block from the restaurant is this? All of a sudden, you've made that connection for them. Yeah, a great example. And see, for me, that goes back to truly listening and being yep. present in that moment because you have to stop. Because this is, you're talking, but I'm thinking, oh, well, when she shuts up, I'm going to say blah, blah, blah. 
So, and then when I'm talking, you're thinking, well, when she shuts up, I'm going to say blah, blah, blah. Instead of being present and making the conversation more dynamic, we take turns talking at each other. And here's, here's the other thing I always say. Don't ever call me. I always say, if you need me, email me. I'm always an email away. I check my emails. You'll get a response within 24 hours. I don't pick up the phone if I'm training or with clients. I'm on the, I'm on the show right now. Right, I'm not picking up a phone. So if you need me, email me. And as soon as I'm done, I, I email you back. So I'm always present. So when people speak with me, I'm not worrying about, oh, who just called me? Or, oh, what's going on over there at the next table? I don't care. I really focus on the person in front of me truly listen to what they're saying and then respond and that's where relationships are built is talking at each other I'm just not that important and I'm not that smart so by me listening to you I can sound smart because I'm responding to something that's relevant in your life or that's important in your life um, we really need to we really need to stop because um, <laughs> I, I think we're becoming very egotistical also in our our society we, we need to take a real quick break um, when we come back, I want to talk about um, we're talking so much about how important it is to know what they're thinking. So how do we do that? Because I think that's okay. an important piece. All right, so we'll take a quick break and then we'll jump into that topic. It's a shame when you're feeling stuck in your business and you feel like you have nowhere to turn. It's a shame when you slog through long days in your business and you don't get any return. It's a shame when you feel like you can't see the forest for the trees and your business brings you to your knees. Einstein said repeating the same actions over and over won't produce different results. So stop feeling ashamed. Your business and you deserve better. Change that shame into righteous fame. Connie Whitman, contain that shame. Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates will help you to discover your new path, and nothing will ever be the same. Connie's tried and true one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions will tame that shame so you and your business will not continue in vain. Call Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates today at 732-888-1420. That's 732-888-1420. Or email Connie at WhitmanAssociates.com. Call Connie. Turn that shame into your game. Okay, we are back and we are speaking with Carrie Green and we're really talking about messaging to attract and then really you want the ideal client for you and you do want to be able to receive or understand where they're coming from so we get on their page and that's kind of what we're discussing. So now we've talked so much about how important it is to know what they're thinking but how do we actually do that, Carrie? You know, it's, I am... Um I started to teach my clients about this messaging. Uh, I've been doing it for years, of course, and it started coming up a lot over the last, I guess it was about six, seven months ago. Mm -hmm. And as it turned out, I was hosting a mastermind retreat a couple of weeks after that, and I was like, okay, we're going to nail this thing. And here's the exercise we did, and I'm going to share it with you and all of your listeners, because you could do this at home just as easily as we did at our messaging at uh, the mastermind retreat. What I did was I gave everybody one of those big flip chart pieces of paper and let them pick whatever color magic marker they wanted. And I started asking some questions. And they seemed really obvious at first until you start answering them. And the questions I started asking were, 
what is your client afraid to tell anybody? What are they not willing to talk about? What are they truly Googling in the middle of the night? I was Googling shoulder problem. I was not Googling mold. What are they really thinking? What are they afraid to tell their friends? What are they afraid to tell their husbands, their partners, their wives? What are they afraid to tell their business partner? What are they afraid to admit to? They may not even be saying this aloud to their dog because they're afraid that it's going to get out into the world. These are the kinds of things that we're really looking to find out. So it's really the, what are the what's really keeping them up at night. Um, other questions, and this is especially true for service-based entrepreneurs, what are your problems? What do you need for yourself right now? Because we tend to, in many ways, attract ourselves. So when you can understand the things where you're suffering, where you're having trouble, and it just, you know, I, I was sharing with you, um, I'll use my example about my shoulder. I was very, very uncomfortable. Things were going on with my body that were not working. And here I am, a business coach. But how does that apply to me as a business coach and a speaker and an author? Well, part of it is that I have to be comfortable in my own body. And I have to be comfortable sharing what I'm sharing and standing up and being myself. So what that tells me is that my clients in the middle of the night in some way, shape, or form are saying, I'm not comfortable being me. So... To start to hone in on those things, where are your clients really having trouble? One of my clients who was at the Mastermind Retreat, what he works on is working with students on SAT prep, um, ACT prep, uh, even you know AP exams, things like that. So you think, you know, what is his clients really thinking? Well, his clients are not really the students. His clients are the parents because they're the sure. paying for it. Yeah. His clients are primarily, uh, his student clients are primarily in uh, private schools in the D.C. area. And what his clients are thinking, I'm already spending so much money for this um, private Tutoring. school. Why yeah. the, for the private school, why the heck aren't the teachers doing it? Why do I have to do this also and buy it somewhere else? So what are they really thinking? They're also thinking things along the line of, wow, every other parent in this class is sending their kids to things. I thought my kid was smart, but aren't they going to get into Harvard if I don't do this? Mm -hmm. What's going to happen? What is that going to say about me? So we really have to pay attention to these things. The more you can dig into it, the better it is for you. Um, you know, um, we serve our, uh, this is also, you know, we talk about what do you need for yourself. I always know when my teachers, the instructors at the gym are getting ready for vacation. <laughs> all of a sudden, I'm doing a lot more abs because they're serving themselves. <laughs> that is hysterical. How true is that? It really is, especially for service-based entrepreneurs, although this exists everywhere. Yeah, I, I can imagine. Serve yourself by serving your clients. And in a lot of ways, your client comes along for the ride. Uh, my abs look better when my teachers are going on vacation. That is so cute. So now it, we ask these questions. We kind of get into our client's head, find those um, disconnect, glitches, I know pain points, that's a big word, I hate that word, but that we're finding where our client 
is uncomfortable, right? Yeah. Once we have that list, that. No, it's just, I just want everyone to realize it's more than what you think it is. Do you ask your clients that? Carrie, would you ask a potential client, you know, what's keeping you up at night? I do. I do in different, I don't necessarily use that language. Mm. What I will do is often say, you know, what's going on, whatever. Oh, I, you know, I'd, I'd like to be making more money. Okay, great. What do you want to do with that money? What's, That's great. what's happening because you don't have that money? What would really happen if you had four more clients? What would happen if your marketing got better or you know, whatever else is going on? But they're going to give you the top level. You, it's your job to dig further and further and further. And when you then will read this list... And all of a sudden, like, you can see, oh, I don't know that I would tell anybody that if it was me. Mm. That's when you're really hitting it. You know, that's when they say, I've been telling my kids we're going to go on vacation for five years. We can't get it together to make it happen. Instead, we're going on this little uh, day trip hiking because it's free. Yeah, that's real, you know, and yeah. and it, it goes back to what I was saying before, when you truly listen to what people saying, you're able to ask what I call, when you could ask a good follow-up question, it means you're really listening, because you're, yeah. you're zoning in or tuning into what the client is saying, and then you ask a follow-up question, they answer, and then a follow you just keep drilling down till you get to the core of what's really going on, right, that they can't take yeah. a vacation, what and they promise that whatever it is. What drives the bottom line in any sale, in any conversation, in any launch, and all these kind of things is the emotion of your audience. Definitely. They are, they are not going to buy because they want another client. They are going to want to buy because of what that client will do for them. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I wouldn't have bought mold. I absolutely bought a solution to my shoulder problem. Yeah, which is, which is the right answer. So I think when we can, um, again, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're in sales, whether you're in an organization, if you could get to the core crux of what, the change looks like you're be you'll, you with clarity could go in with the strategy and idea for people to go yeah that's what we need how did we not see that that's you know you're you're super man or superwoman coming in so after we've created this list of getting down to that point what what do we do with that information oh those become all your bullet points Always. Those are the pains that the people are having. It's like now um, I can say um, know how to sell so that finally you're able to not only uh, – actually, one of, one of my um, – uh, let me give you – start the other way. One of my things that my clients are saying is why could everybody else do it? I'm just as smart as them. Right. So – one of the things I might say as a bullet could be something along the line of um, put your marketing and messaging together so that finally you're able to do what you know you can do and stop watching everybody else succeed when you're not. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I'm, take, I'm meeting them on their page. We're all talking about the restaurant. And then, you know what? They're going to come over to my page because we're going to get really specific. We're going to talk marketing. We're going to talk sales. We're going to add some mindset in there. We're going to talk messaging. We're going to talk all about these things. But until I touch the fact that they're up in the middle of the night wondering why everybody else is running circles around them and they're just as smart or even smarter, 
I haven't connected. I need to start there. So I would include that kind of verbiage like you just did put your marketing and messaging together right so you could do what they're doing um so you would do that through your website your obviously your your verbal communications i would think right always everything my clients have from at mastermind retreat took that sheet of paper they all went home with their sticky sheet they were guarding it like do not touch my sticky sheet um they're guarding that piece of paper they've all hung it up in their offices when they're on phone calls with people they're asking those questions looking for those sort of things. They're building on that list. So as you're speaking to clients or prospects and they say something, whoa, that's a good one. Let me add it to the list. And look for the commonality of phrasing that your clients are using. If they're always saying, I'm spinning in circles, I'm overwhelmed, I'm this, I'm that, whatever it is. My kids are always pulling on my, my pant leg. Whatever they're saying to you, those are the phrases you start to need to start incorporating in your language and your messaging and not things like get four more clients. Figure out how to do a sales funnel. Nobody cares about a sales funnel. They don't. They're not waking up in the middle of the night saying, I need a sales funnel. Please tell me how to make a social, you know, uh, social marketing market, uh, messaging stuff. They're not thinking that. What are they really it's, thinking? Start it's, there. I'll crack it up because I use an example. Again, my seven-step sales process, one of the steps after listening is presentation. So now you're presenting your idea based on what you heard through the question listening pa- uh, phases, right? And I get, the example I use is if someone asks me, so you're going to retire, let's say, in 15 years, Connie, you know, what, what's your biggest fear with that? So my response would be, let's say, I am terrified at the thought of paying off a mortgage, putting kids through college, and having enough money put away so that hopefully I live a right to ripe old age and have the money in the, in the bank so I can live at my same standard of living, right? But I am terrified with that whole concept. You respond to me in your presentation, Connie, I know you're a little nervous. And I say, I didn't, I, my words need to come out of your mouth. I didn't say a little nervous. I said I'm terrified. In my, my world, if you come back to me, Con, I know you're terrified. I'm like, yeah, I am. You heard me. You know what? Here's some ideas I think that we can put in place so we can minimize that terror and make your, your wish a reality. So use my words in your presentation. And we don't. We try to minimize or use our own phraseology. Stop doing that. The customer knows what they mean by what they're saying. So use their language. Yes, yes, yes. It's, it, it, you know, it's so funny. I know you and I, it's scary. We're on the same page. Um, I'm giggling at some of your exercises that you talk about. And, and I, it's, again, I think because our profit profiles are the same also that we think strategically. So to us, these things seem so obvious. So here's for me, again, we're out of time. But I really, really hope that, the examples that Carrie has provided and the framework of our conversation gives you some ideas of where perhaps you need to tweak your conversations with whether it be clients, peers in an organization if you're trying to get new strategies in place or better communication from one department to the other, whatever, whatever communication ailment you have. I really hope that the conversation today 
helps put that in perspective. And again, I, I can't emphasize enough to go back and listen to last week and do your profit profile uh, for yourself so that it helps you understand how you're wired and how you think and respond as well as being identified, be able to, to flip it and identify what the profit profile of how your client, peers, whatever it is, um, communicates also. So I, I think between the two shows, Carrie, I really hope we gave them a lot to bite into and start to play with. Now, with that I said, sure think so. <laughs> I, I really, and, and if not, to get the juices flowing. Now, here's the thing. Carrie, you can reach out to her, and on the Web Talk Radio platform, I will put her website, which is www.carriegreencoaching.com. I want to spell it. Carrie is C-A-R-R-I-E, green, G-R-E-E-N-E -E -E at the end, coaching, C-O-A-C-H-I-N-G, and then .com. You can also reach Carrie at her email, which is Carrie at CarrieGreenCoaching.com. Um, and again, she can uh, answer any questions or drill down more to what we talked about today. Also, I would love to hear from you if, let's say, my seven-step sales process resonated with you and you want to discuss how to implement. You can reach me at my email. Again, don't call me because I'm never in my office. But <laughs> you can email me. I always promise a 24-hour response at Connie at whitmanassos.com so it's w-h-i-t-m-a-n-a-s-s-o-c.com uh, Carrie thank you again for being an amazing guest I hope everybody goes back and listens to uh, last week's show if they missed it because I think the two of them together really really uh, it's going to give them a ton of framework on perhaps even figuring out where their change needs to start right that makes sense Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. It's always so much fun to be with you. Yeah, back at you, sister. We always have fun. I hope you felt our energy. I hope you enjoyed our topic today. And, of course, I hope you join me weekly as we question, build, and discover together how to grow and challenge ourselves so we all embrace change and realize that it's easier and more possible than we ever think. Carrie, thank you again. Just tremendous content, which I, I hope everyone found um, helpful. So thanks again for being on. You have all been listening to Architect of Change with me, your host, Connie Whitman, on webtalkradio.net. Thank you so much. Go out, change something, and be inspired. Be well, everyone. You've been listening to The Architect of Change with your host, Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates. Thank you for tuning in. We're glad you were here. Time may change me, but I can't.